87%, yeah, that's the percentage of all real estate agents that get in the business today that'll be gone in two years. Let me tell you something, why is there so much turnover in real estate? Because it isn't easy. And because most people don't know exactly what they need to do to get to the next level. Now look, regardless of whether you're brand new to the industry or you're a team leader, you've got 40 people on your team and you just wanna to get to the next level. If you're doing 10 transactions a year, you wanna get to 25. You're doing 500 transactions a year, you wanna get to 1,000. You're at 1,000, you wanna get to 10,000. Let me tell you something, you need the right coach why? Because Club Wealth is the only coaching company on the planet that will literally guarantee that you will double your income or make at least an extra $100,000 your first year coaching with us, or we will give you 100% of your investment back. This is for people of all levels. Click the link below, sign up for the appropriate tier level, and let's get you a strategy session today. And I promise you, I 100% guarantee you, promise you, that you will walk away with a heart full of gratitude for the time that we took for you because you got so much value out of that call. Schedule your strategy session today. I promise you'll be glad you did. Sign up for a strategy session at clubwealth.com slash strategy session. First of all, uh, welcome. This is the Club Wealth uh, TV podcast. We're pretty excited about this. We've got Coach Chelsea Dillick with us. And and uh, Coach Chelsea, tell, just, just tell me, what, what, what tier are you in, first of all? What, what do you I'm in tier four. You're in tier four, which is that a new development? Did you just move up to tier four? Is that pretty recent? About eight months ago. About eight months ago. That's pretty cool. All right. So tier four, for those people that don't know what tier four is, that means that coach Chelsea, who, so by the way, coach Chelsea is a club wealth coach. Um, and that means that she is closing between 150 and 250 transactions per year, uh, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, so pretty exciting stuff. And, uh, and so what I, what I'd love to know. So first of all, how long have you been with Club Wealth? How long have you been a, a, a client of Club Wealth? Since 2017, January 7th, 2017. Awesome. That's cool. I love that. And when you joined Club Wealth, what tier were you in? I was in tier one. You were in tier one. So you were doing somewhere between zero and 25 transactions a year when you joined Club Wealth and three, uh, well, four years later, you're doing between, well, actually, because you moved up eight months ago. So basically three years later, you went from, in three years, you went from zero to 25 transactions a year to 150 to 250 transactions a year in that three-year period. Yes. That's crazy. That's insanity. First of all, like that's awesome. Good for you. Like that's amazing. I, and I, and I hope that people watching understand that that's a big deal. Now's the real question. How the freak did you do it? Okay, like, let's start with that. What, what did you do? And I get the coaching's helpful and all that stuff. And I, and I love that. And that's great. And, and, and you can talk about some of that stuff too, but I really want to know, like, what did you do to grow from tier one to tier four in three years? Oh gosh. Um, a lot of things. One was building a team. So it isn't like all of these transactions are done myself, of course. So um, having a team and then also um, having help. You know, that was the biggest thing was really having help. And in the beginning, one of my biggest struggles was delegating anything because I didn't want to. I, I had the mindset of I can do everything myself. You know, or I can do Maybe I can just do it better. I think I know how I want this. So, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Just don't worry about it. And so the more I learned to give, um, the better and more we've been able to do. That's awesome. You know, and, and I think a lot of people suffer from that, you know, because they think, you know, well, nobody's going to do it as well as I can. And truth be told, I got to assume that. There's a lot of things that are being done by your team that you could probably do better than they could. How do you reconcile that? Like, how do you get over that? Uh, I remember a past coach said, good is good enough. 
And at first I was like, I cannot relate. No, it's not. (laughs) And then after a little while of being so bogged down with all the things, I realized it really is. It really is good. And maybe there are some things I could do better, but at the end of the day, they're getting done. And the other thing is they're doing a lot of things way better than me, way better. So it really is. It all works out. I love it. That's awesome. And so how good do they have to do it? Like is, is 80% good enough? Would you, would you say that that's good enough or does it need to be like 95% or like, where, where, where are we like, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm good with 80%. I'm, I'm good with it. And sometimes we see things that we tweak and that's all of us, you know, as a whole team and okay. everybody isn't going to do everything hundred percent perfect. So, and that's the other thing about brainstorming. You know, we've got something, okay, I've got this, this is how I did it. What do you think? And then we can tweak it from there. So let's, let's stay on this track for a second, because I think there's a lot of people that struggle with this and and in terms of growing a team, right? So there's a lot of people watching right now that, um, you know, that might say to themselves, well, gosh, I'm just going to keep it small, keep it all right. And, and gosh, I don't want 10 team members because that's 10 more headaches and all that. I mean, what, what would you say to that? I understand because I thought the same thing in the beginning. I was really nervous about growing and I've realized that you really can't scale. It it just doesn't financially even make sense to keep it that small. Typically Um, you have one person leave and there goes half of half of your team. It really doesn't make sense just all the way around. And the more you grow, the more opportunity there is for your team members as well. So, and we've realized that over time. So it's very important to continue to grow your team all the time. Yeah. Well, okay, but is it harder or easier now? I mean, because and because again, you know, how many? First of all, how many team members do you have now? Uh, five. Five. And what are they? How many of those are agents? How many of those are administrative team members? We have seven, I guess. So we have two full-time admin staff. So full-time TC slash office manager. She started with us first, and so she kind of does a lot for the office, and then also does all of our TC work and a lot of other random things. And then we have um, our marketing coordinator slash, I call it like happy agent coordinator, because she also does smaller one-on-ones with agents every week to keep them engaged and kind of go over anything that they might need. So um, we've got both of the girls who are amazing. And then we have five team members. And so two of them have been with me for about three years and both crushing it. Um, we'll do, gosh, one will do probably nine and a half million this year. And our average price range is like, 230. So, um, so yeah. And then the other one will probably do six to 7 million. I mean, they're both doing phenomenal. It's incredible. Okay. So what's that? Our other agents are newer getting started. Okay. So your other two agents. Yeah. Our other three. I'm sorry. Your other three. And okay. So myself in those numbers either. Okay. So then if, so yeah, all right, that's good. So then then I guess the next question or the, 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 the next big question is, is it easier now than when it was just you or is it harder now when it was just you because I, you know, or, or when it was just you and one assistant? A uh, little bit of both. I mean, as far as schedule wise for me, I'm able to be in here for agents more because I'm not selling as much as I was. And um, I shouldn't say that number wise, I am transaction wise. I'm not, but just because I have more help. So I'm able to be around more. And that's what we really needed. But uh, so schedule wise, it is a lot better. It's a lot um, it's easier. But there are a lot of things that come with having a team that are super stressful. Um, I've shared with all my agents when one of you guys feel something, I feel it. And I know and I can't like I it has to be dealt with or you know what I mean? Like it's I feel what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So I go through it with them. Yeah, I get that. 
Uh, okay, so then here's the question. But, but overall, like in terms of putting up better numbers, in terms of higher profitability, what can I? Is it safe to assume that you're more profitable now than you when it were when it was just you? Yeah, and it's just going to get better. It will. I know the more we're scaling, the better that will get too. Okay, so as we talk about that, and 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 I and, and this is one of my pet peeves when we talk about scale versus growth, right? Because scale is really something that happens at a very high level, right? And it's and it really happens without you, and it's impossible. I, in my opinion, it's impossible to scale unless you've got full-time recruiters and your business is growing with or without you. Now, that being said, growth happens and it should be happening wherever you're at on the spectrum. Question I have for you, and I wish I kind of wish Coach Omar was watching this right now or joining us right now, but the question I have for you is, if we know that we're more profitable as we grow our team, and as that's been the case for you, why are you not growing your team more? I mean, you've got you know five agents on your team right now. What, what's stopping you from adding five more? I already, I can easily answer and it's a very vulnerable answer, but it's just, uh, it's me. It's just, it's really, it's just me. I had some setbacks earlier this year and it kind of messed with my mind a little bit. And so I finally reached the place where we're kind of getting out of that where we recently got three new agents in the last two months. So now I'm finally kind of out of that where I was, but it was, it's really just myself. Okay. So let me start with this. I love the transparency and the vulnerability. I really do. And I think that people watching this would agree with me. It's, it, and it's hard, right? But, but most people, it's hard to be vulnerable and transparent. And, but I think that's where, that's where we really learn the most, right? Is when we, when we realize that, Hey, you know what, Chelsea's human too. She's got crap that goes on. She's got stuff that, you know, sets her back and challenges. Are there any of those that you're comfortable talking about? Uh, and if so, what are they? And if not, that's okay. But I, I'm just curious if you are comfortable talking about some of those setbacks, I think that would help our audience to really kind of, kind of resonate with you a little bit and really, you know, be able to identify with you and, and understand that, Hey, you know, I, I'm going through something similar or I went through something similar and, yeah. and, and if she can deal with it, maybe I can learn to deal with it. You know, maybe if she can overcome it, maybe I can find a way to overcome it. Yeah. I think um, a couple of things. One is that I know I have not just high expectations of somebody, but I have a lot of belief in them. So when they start with us, I'm a hundred percent positive. They're going to be successful in my mind. They're going to be successful. And if I give them the tools, they're going to do it and it's going to happen. And realizing not everybody wants it as much as you do is really painful. It's really hard to realize that. And it took me some time to realize not everybody wants what you want for them. And so after some time of kind of realizing that, and I've had some amazing agents and some are not just with our team, but they're still with the brokerage. Um, but also that they have other goals. You know, some of the agents are wanting to be more into investing and that is completely fine, but it wasn't all what I really expected. You know, I thought that you come in, I pour everything into them and then boom, everyone will want that same thing that I wanted for them. Mm-hmm. So. And it just hasn't been the case in every case. Not in every case. Yeah. yeah, not in every case. And it's just real. It's real life. And that's okay. I, but that's what I've realized. So, okay. So let's talk about those numbers for a second. So, uh, so you've had some turnover, obviously. Uh, okay. So when you say a little bit, like, so how many people have you hired in the last three years altogether and uh, in, in terms of agents and how many of those are still with you today? So I've only hired a total of like six, seven. <laughs> you haven't even had turnover, hardly. What is what? And, and that's what's got you emotionally messed up to where you can't go recruit more. Okay. All right. Now I get to coach you. All right. Hold on. All right. You know where this is going. All I right. already know. I'm- yeah. You know where this is going. All right. So, so, okay. Hold on. Do you know that you need to recruit? Oh, of course I do. Okay. I- How many people do you need to recruit? Uh, 
at least need to be at 10 agents more than that eventually, but okay, right but now. Right now. So in the next, in the next, how long, how, how long, how soon do you need to be at 10 agents? Preferably by the end of the year. By the end, I would agree with you. I, I'd agree with you. So, so, you know, good news is this is being recorded. So, you know, <laughs> no, no fear there. So, so then the question I have for you is, you know, will you recruit? Cause you're at five now, five agents now, will you recruit another five agents between now and the end of the year? I know I can do it. I know, I know I you can too, but I'm will you do it? You'll, you'll commit to doing it? Yeah. You will. Okay. All right. Good. Good. All right. So we got a camera. So, so, okay. You're in tier four, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know exactly where this is going. She's like, I, I thought I was just doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I totally lost you for a second there. Say that again. How did this turn into that? I knew, I knew this was coming because I knew where I'm supposed to be really and where I'm at now. So before I even got on here, I was like, yeah, I already know. I'm definitely going to get called out. I've been in Clubhouse forever. And this is kind of where I'm at with agent wise. So I'm like, yeah, definitely getting called out. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So first of all, tell us what city are you in? We'll see if we can't solicit some help for you. Okay. I'm in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, which is two hours South of St. Louis. Okay. So that said, if you, anybody watching this knows of somebody that's looking for a great team somewhere in just south of St. Louis, Missouri, please reach out to Chelsea. Now, uh, Coach Chelsea, you know how it works. You're in tier four. So we do $1,000 per tier. So will you commit to having five agents on, five, five, to hire, to having, sorry, to having a net total of 10 agents on your team by December 31st, 2022, or you'll allow me to run your credit card for $4,000? I will do it. You will do that. Okay. And now you know that you're going to private message me afterwards. and You're going to tell me who your favorite political party is, which I think I already know, which means I'm going to give it to the candidate and or party of the other side uh, that you don't like. And I'm going to do it in your name and I'm going to give them your cell phone number. And I'm going to tell them, hey, you know, obviously you need to reach out to me with, for more and, and greater contributions in the future. So uh, that will hopefully be the, the stick that will get you to do it. And the carrot <laughs> is obviously you get to grow your team and you'll make more money. All right. So enough on that. Let's move on to the next topic. So um, what strategically have been other than growing your team, what strategically have been the things that have helped you the most in going from tier one to tier four in just three years? Because and by the way, that's really good. That's exactly what you should do. You should be moving up one tier per year, uh, and so you you you've done that. That's really impressive, and that's that's great growth. So, what what are the strategic things that you did to get there besides hiring more team members? Um, really, just of course listening to my coach, or really just continuing to add, you know, so number one is the help, you know, that was my first like denial. And then once we added that, I realized how amazing it was to have help. And, um, that's really been a huge growth on our team. And even for me personally, being able to grow my own transactions. Um, but I don't know specifically what it is that's really helped us to grow besides just being being newer into real estate then, and just naturally hustling and getting it done. Okay. So go deep on that. I want to, I want more of that. I want to, I want to know more about when you say hustling, what are you hustling doing? What exactly are you doing every day? That's hustling. You know, what are your habits? Why do you guys, you know, do you guys show up to the office every day? Do you have a huddle? Do you, do you do call nights? Like what, what are the things that you actually do that are moving that needle? 
Yeah. One of the big things whenever I got into real estate was I saw everybody around me not working in the office. And I realized, well, if I'm in the office, first of all, back then there was floor time, you know? So if right. I'm in the office, then maybe somebody will just walk in the door. Um, even then it wasn't huge, but still. So I just wanted to be in there. And then I realized that really the top agents are in the office all the time. So I told my team that when they joined uh, any time, any agents that join us, I tell them you, you need to be in the office. And for the most part, everybody's here unless they're on appointment, at least for the morning during prospecting time and, um, you know, for the huddle and I mean, just everybody's in the office. Okay. Slow down. So first, okay. And first of all, you're with a traditionally virtual brokerage. Okay. Uh, and I won't, we won't mention it. We're brand agnostic here. So we're not going to mention EXP or anything like that, but uh, I'm totally joking. Uh, so you're with EXP, right? And so everyone knows that's one of the, that's one of the virtual models or they, they, they tout the virtuality of their model quite a bit. Uh, and it's fine. But you've decided, hey, you know, if I want to be successful, I'm going to look at what everybody else does. I'm going to do the opposite. And it's worked well for you, right? So you're doing the in-house stuff. You know, you're coming to the office every day. But you just said, okay, we have a huddle and we have prospecting time. Tell me about that. So what does your day look like? So every morning, what time do you get to the office? What time do most of your team members get to the office? What do you guys do? And how long does that last? We're all here by eight o'clock. It's not mandatory that they're in the office at eight, but we do have our huddle at eight o'clock every morning. So we start our day. I mean, kids get dropped up at school and we're all on on Zoom or whatever. Or honestly, most are in the office every morning. So we do our huddle, which is about 20 minutes. Our huddle is that's probably one of the biggest areas growth, why we've grown as a team is what our huddles look like. Uh, so having the huddle, then uh, really right after that, we immediately start. Um, and I can't say that everybody sits down with their headsets on and starts prospecting. I wish I could say it's 100% consistent. Everybody's in here, but um, very real. It, we we do our calls, we do our follow-up, and then you know it's really just consistency is what it is. It's just everybody's really consistent. So uh, there's not, oh, I think I'm going to work this week. I think I'm not, which is the life of, I think, most realtors are all consistently working. Uh -huh. That's huge. You know, and it's, and it, I like that you said, you know, hey, it's not perfect. You know, we don't, we're, you know, we're not like hardcore about it. Like, you know, like Austin's team is like super hardcore about it, but they're all, you know, the average age on his team is 21 and they, the average tenure in the business on his team is like five months, right? Like you're all brand new young people on his team. And, uh, and so, yeah, then they have to be like super religious about that. You guys are, are coming into the office, you're doing your prospecting, but it's not like everybody's headset on and super focused like that. Right. But it's working because it's at least activity and it's at least moving forward in the right direction on a consistent basis every single day. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. So, and that goes on until what time of day usually? So that's between eight o'clock and yeah, it's lunch. Okay. lunch. Yeah, everybody okay. starts dispersing typically around 10 30, 11. Everybody's kind of making their way out of here. Okay. So for at least a couple hours, though, they're, they're, you know, making some phone calls. Okay. Good stuff. I love it. All right. What would you say? So for somebody that's new in the business, somebody that's thinking about, you know, uh, becoming a real estate agent or someone that's a brand new agent trying to figure out what to do next, if somebody's thinking about joining a team, what would you say to these people? The incredible thing about real estate is it opens up a lot of other doors. And that's why a lot of people get into real estate because it's not just about selling. There's the team, there's investing. There's so many other things that go along with it. So I think if you're considering going into it, then uh, you need to 
realize that it isn't just about selling. You know, there's so many other opportunities. So I always say real estate is like a huge puzzle and it will never be put together ever because there's always other pieces that you can be adding, something else you can learn. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but if you're thinking about really, I mean, if you're already licensed and you really want to get into it, or if you really want to build a team, you need to be doing a lot of business yourself. You really need to to get in and figure out how to get the business yourself because you're teaching somebody else. So it's really hard to teach somebody something you've never been through, which is why I hired Club Wealth because I knew that my coach had already been through what I was going through and could coach me along the way. So I think us, we, I mean, yes, we're a team lead, but we're really coaches just like we coach our coaching clients, same exact thing with the team. And that's also made a huge difference. I'm now doing one-on-ones exactly like I do with my coaching clients. You know, I've got my Trello board and I go through everything, you know, just like I do with all my coaching clients. And it's made a big difference. We walk back through their goals and where they're at. We walk through numbers and we walk through um, any struggles, transactions, all kinds of things. And so I think that is it. Get somebody who's really been through this before and, That'll probably be your biggest, um, you know, paying attention to somebody who's been through this before. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, and so, by the way, Brad, uh, I just uh, turned Brad's camera off real quick. We're just wrapping up with uh, Chelsea here. Brad, I'll, I'll bring you on camera in just a second. Um, okay, so I, I really do love that. All right, so let, let me ask you this. Other than hiring five more team members in the next uh, few months, which you're going to obviously have to put some serious effort into now. And you're going to post that in the Facebook group, I assume, as soon as we get done here and tag me and your coach in it. And who's your coach now, by the way? Robbie Johnson. Coach Robbie Johnson. Love her. She is fantastic. I just love her to death. Okay. So other than that, what are you, what's next for you? What are you working on right now? What's going to take your business to the next level right now? What's going to take someone who's already doing 150 and 250 deals a year to the next level? Yeah. So what we're working on now is really building out, um, really trying to figure out our ISA game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been with a few different companies, but now we're looking to bring it in-house. So that's going to be our next thing that we tackle. I love that you're bringing that in-house. I really do. And in-house can mean multiple ways. There's there's physically in-house and then there's, you know, using VAs or, or, or people and VAs can be people in other parts of the world or just in other parts of the country even, or even people locally that work from home. That being said, I really like them in-house and I have both, you know, I've got a lot of, or a lot of ISAs. I, I can't even, I don't, couldn't even tell you, right? I'm probably 20 or 30 ISAs right now. Um, and some of them are remote and some of them are in-house. Um, it's a lot easier from a training and cultural standpoint when they're in-house than it is when they're, uh, remote. But, um, but I've also used a lot of companies for it and don't get me wrong. There's some companies and we do refer people to companies from time to time for ISA help. Um, particularly when they're in the beginning of that process, but the reality is it's, it's a lot, it's very powerful when they only work with you and they're part of your team and they're part of the culture and, and it's just, that's what they do. So good for you. So, uh, what's your goal then? How many, how many of these ISAs are you going to be hiring? So we're just kind of figuring out how many we need, but I figure we will probably at least need two to three, Uh um, just to cover all hours of the day and maybe overlap a little bit so they can role play together. I, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but probably something along those lines. Good news is you're working on it. So I just love that that's what's next for you. And I can't wait to, you know, I'd love to have you come back sometime to do one of these podcasts with us and fill us in on kind of how that's going, how, you know, and, and look, we know you're going to have bumps and bruises along the way. That's just part of the process. Uh, you know, and we always do, right. We're going to fail forward, but 
Uh, but I'm excited to hear how that goes for you because it really is a game changer. Um, I would encourage you, if I might coach for just a moment, I would encourage you to make sure that they're also helping you with recruiting, um, you know, as part of that, uh, at least in the beginning and then until you're at a point where you're ready for a full-time recruiter. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Good stuff. And then now you're going to come, I believe, to Business Strategy Mastermind Conference. And are you teaching a class there? On social media, which is what I thought that maybe we were talking about today, but that's fine. Well, tell me me about it. What what are you teaching us at Business Strategy Mastermind Conference? We're talking all things social media. So really how to build your brand on social media, being your authentic self, uh, how to get out of being camera shy, which is really hard for a lot of people. I don't know that a lot of people feel supernatural in camera. So this is more just uh, how to kind of shake that bug and just post and be yourself because that's what people want to see. They don't want to see you like with a bunch of, you know, just trying to create stuff. They want to see you. So, you know, it's funny you say that because literally right before you said that, I just thought, you know, she is so natural on camera. She's just, and and it's, and, and I can tell you for those of you that are watching, I can tell you that Coach Chelsea is no different in person than she is right now in camera. Like you are, this is you, like, this is truly who you are and this is how you act and how you talk and how you communicate and, and your, your, your bubbly self. And you're just, you just got all this energy and you're the exact same way in person. And I just, I love that about you. And, and, and so I'm hoping that you'll be able to really convey that to people in your class. I'm assuming you probably will. Um, And really, I guess what I'm saying is I'm hoping they will learn it from you because it really is powerful because people do get to know you. Uh, I'm excited that you're teaching the class. It's going to be awesome. And so for those of you that uh, uh, that are watching this, if you don't already have your ticket to BSM, by the time you watch this, it might be too late because we're really, really close to selling out. So, it's a, But it, just in case we haven't sold out yet, go to clubhealth.com forward slash BSM and, uh, and uh, get signed up for the event. It's in Anaheim, California and uh, see if you can't uh, come to Chelsea's class. Now, finally, Chelsea, uh, you are, again, you're two hours south of, uh, St. Louis in a town nobody's ever heard of. Uh, but uh, but that being said, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, how would they get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can email me at chelsea at thinkteamdelic.com or call me at 573-579-2545. Freaking love you. You are awesome. I, I, yeah, well, of course, I'm connected with you on Facebook. Absolutely. Uh, Coach Chelsea, thank you for taking the time to do this with us today. I really appreciate it. We'll definitely have you on again. And uh, seriously, I can't wait to see you in what is uh, just a few weeks. So I'm yeah, super- like two and a half weeks. Oh, my gosh. Is it really that close? I think so. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. Me- I have another I have another conference on that side of the oh world. Oh, my gosh. So oh, that's like- right. You have your, your company's conference. That's so, yeah. Sorry, don't don't give me anxiety you. like that. Jeez, my, my <laughs> blood pressure not, shot through the roof. No, you have a little more time than that. You oh my gosh. I just have a lot of trips in October, a lot of things going on. October. I know. I know you do. Wait, are you going right from EXPCon directly over to BSM? Uh, no, there's a week in between. So oh, I'll come home, okay. see my kiddos for about a week and then head back out. Good stuff. Right on. All right. Well, keep us posted. I can't wait uh, to hear how this uh, ISA thing goes for you. And we'll see you in uh, about 33 days. Yep. Sounds awesome, good. Thank awesome. you for having me. You bet. Thanks, Coach. All right. Now we're going to go to Coach Brad Burns. Coach Bradley Burns from San Antonio, Texas. What's happening, brother? How are you? What's going on? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I am doing really well. So now, that being said, I wanna, I'm want i going to just cover some quick bases with you here. And so... Uh, you are out again, out of San Antonio, Texas. You're, 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 uh, one of our coaches, uh, at club wealth and, uh, you've been in the business for how long now? So I've been in the business right about six years. 
about six years. Okay. And, and how long have you been in Club Wealth? Uh, almost two years. I started two, years. two okay. Januaries ago. Two Januaries ago. And what tier were you in when you joined Club Wealth? Uh, tier two. Tier two. And what tier are you in now? I'm in tier three now, uh, working to get to tier four as quick as possible. Getting close to tier four. Okay. So what that means is when you came on board to Club Wealth, you were doing between 25 and 75 transactions a year. Now you're somewhere between 75 and 150 transactions a year. I say that because I want our audience to know the credibility behind the message. And I want them to know, uh, you know, why they should listen to you. And guys, here's the thing it's really important that we not like if, if you're in tier one, you shouldn't be listening to somebody who's in tier seven. You should be listening to somebody who's in tier two or tier three. If I'm in tier two, I want to listen to people that are in tiers three and tier four, people that are just a little bit ahead of me that can really help me get to that next level because they just did what I did. So coach Bradley, uh, tell us what was the key component for you for getting from tier two to tier three? Um, I'm going to say, Two parts. Um, first part is getting systems established, um, figuring out the right position to place people in. And then the next part is going to be definitely recruiting. Okay. And so let's let's start with, okay, let's start with recruiting. Because actually, this is actually, I'm really excited about this for you, especially because when you joined Club Wealth, it was just you and your wife, Delilah. Is that correct? Uh, we had two agents. So... Uh, it was my wife and I, and then we had an agent join. We joined in January. We had an agent join the team in October, and then one joined the team in December. Okay. So we had so, two, and I was like, I can't build a team without having somebody leading me. I can't expect to lead other people. Okay. Well, that's when you signed up for coaching and all that. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm not trying to make this a pitch for coaching. What I just what I'm really trying to dive into is um, exactly what happened, because what you guys don't know about Coach Brad Burns, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you've got 18 people on your team right now. Is that right? Yeah, we just had 18. And that's not counting you and your wife. So it's not counting us to you and your wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've done that in under two years. And and so, the, the, guys, this is this is big. All right. So here's what I want to know. What was it you did to grow from just the four of you to eight, or excuse me, to 20 of you? Um, Really established systems and realize what, value we bring as a team so a lot of times people think hey i'm going to join a team it's all about leads and like me you and me know it's not just about leads there's the structure the accountability the systems and processes um so we figure out and through club wealth we figured out a way that we're able to let that be known all the benefits of being on the team Mm -hmm. so when people sit down and look at it they're like, oh man, this is actually a huge benefit to me. I can make more money and work less hours being on a team versus being solo. Okay. So you said you figured out a way to do that. What's the way? How, how do you do that? That's, that's very, um, yeah. So in BSM last year, um, it was here in San Antonio. That was my first event. Oh, really? Um, yeah. One of the coaches had a class where he went through his recruiting presentation. Mm-hmm. So we got a copy of that, switched some things up made it our own and use that to display when we're having our recruiting interviews. Majority of the time we have the recruiting interview, people are wanting to sign up right then and there. Um, and I would say right now we've kind of switched over from prospecting recruits to attracting recruits. 
Um, so a lot of people are coming to us. Hey, we want to join the team. We're interested in the team. We see what y'all are doing. We see where it's going and we want to be a part of it. Okay. So what did you, so that's very intriguing to me because I think that's a position everybody wants to be in, right? They, everybody yeah. would love to have, you know, recruits just falling in their laps and, you know, saying, Hey, we're really interested in learning more about your team. What was, what was the, what, so I, there's, there's really two questions. We still got the not completely answered question on the, you know, what is it that you change that's now better articulating your value proposition? But then there's also this piece of how are you now attracting? So let's start with the value proposition. How are you better articulating your value proposition to make people want to join your team? Um, so besides showing them all the systems and processes they do, our, our goal when we built the team and started building the team was to provide value to our agents. Mm-hmm. So we want our agents to focus on the five main jobs of being an agent. Um, like Gary Keller talks about in the millionaire real estate agent. I'm sure every realtor's read that. So where it's lead generate, lead follow up, go on appointments, negotiate contracts, and practice and role play their scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to take everything else besides the, those things off of their plate. Mm-hmm. So where they focus on that and they're able to build up their business, not only sphere, but also the leads that we provide. So that's what you started articulating better in your, in your recruiting appointments. Yeah. We started articulating that. And then Mm -hmm. we have a breakdown on what it costs to be an individual agent versus what it costs to be an agent on the team. And even with the team split, they're more, they're almost double as profitable as they would have been if they were a solo agent. That's huge. And being able to show them that, you know, and so, you know, and and I know Austin does the same thing where they map it out on a big, you know, piece of one of those big three M pieces of paper and they draw it Mm -hmm. out and people can see that visually. And and that's huge. I love that you're doing it. Okay. Now let's go to the next piece. So how did you transition from chasing business to attracting business? Right. Cause you know, everybody starts off their chasing business, right? Yeah. So at some point in time you transition to attracting, how did you do that? So that's that that's the the hard question to explain um because it kind of happened as the team built up as the team grew other people were seeing what was going on on our team and that made them want to be a part of it mm-hmm. um so I teach classes here in our office to the new agents that come into the office uh called ignite classes how often and uh uh once every 6 weeks or so Yep. So those right. classes start up every six weeks. And how, and I how think long I, does the class run? Uh, three hours. Okay. So, so it's, it's usually from like nine to noon. Hours. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I teach that class. And then going through there, a lot of times people are learning about me, learning how we operate our business. I'm showing them, hey, as an individual agent, these are the things you'd be doing. And I say, well, on our, on our team, we don't have to worry about these things because our admin staff are other things are taken care of for this. So we focus on the lead generating part. So we're able to do more business in less time. Um, and then usually people get to know me during that process and they're like, just attracted to it. And like, Hey, I, I want to be a part of you guys. Um, majority of the time. So my wife, Delilah handles all of the recruiting appointments. Mm-hmm. Majority of the time when she's going on these appointments, the people are like, hey, where do I sign up before we even go through anything? I'm ready to go. Because now the, the, the people that are at those appointments, have they already been to that Ignite class with you? Is that a lot of them? Okay. So that's that's yeah. been a big help, it sounds like. So yeah, it's either that our agents on our team just letting them know 
what we're about and what we represent. And those two things have been the biggest increases of our recruiting. Okay. So I got to ask you this because I've been, this has been one that I've been pretty passionate about with a lot of our clients lately is are you doing regular educational classes for people outside your brokerage? Uh, we have not been, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty active on social media and mm-hmm. I, I get a lot of, uh, engagement from that, from agents outside the brokerage. Uh, I know we talked about that a little bit while you were in San Antonio this week was starting to host some of those things. Um, but that's definitely something we're going to start doing. So that was my next question. So that's good news. So it sounds like you're yeah. going to be doing that. That's awesome. How often do you think you're going to be doing those? Probably once a month. Once a month. Okay, great. Yeah. And look, that's a great start. Uh, you know, if you can just do this once a month, I really feel like you'll start to get some traction out of that. You know, I, I, I've got, uh, you know, I had that conversation with Austin today. I had another client in Tennessee that uh, had a great conversation with uh, Cindy about that. And she's going to start to do that as well. But I think to your point, you know, when people see you and you're just bringing them value, bringing them value, bringing them value, it's a natural transition. They just say, hey, I'd love to, to join your team. What would it take? Right. And yeah. now it's, it's a very different conversation than, hey, I'd like you to join my team. Let me tell you what it's going to take. <laughs> right. It's a totally different conversation. All right. Um, we got. I'm like, what's up there? You got another screen up there? What, what are you looking at? Oh, yeah, I have another screen. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? That's so funny. All right. So that being said, let's back up. Um, all right. So I'm a new agent, or or let's say I'm uh I'm I'm an agent that's not performing at the level I would like to. What's your advice to them? What would what what can what can agents do right now with what's going on in the marketplace to to grow their business? Well, uh, what we've been doing is first of all, tracking everything. Mm-hmm. So you want to track your calls, your conversations your appointments. Um, There's a quote that I heard that sticks with me. The lack of accounting is the lack of accountability. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're tracking that, getting back to the basics with open houses, a sphere of influence. There's a ton of buyers out there that are running around with a prequal letter and without an agent that are out looking at houses. It's It's not as it was six months ago, in my opinion. So a lot of times people might call that agent off of Zillow, go see that one house. That agent isn't a very good converter and they're not necessarily in the position where they have to work with that agent to get that house Mm -hmm. that they're able to go look around and look at open houses like that. So if you're competent in what you're saying and can relay clear messages, a lot of times you're able to attract that business that they might've seen a few houses with Zillow agents um, and they come to us and they're like, Hey, we go through our open house script, everything with them. They're like, man, these people really know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we're able to pick up quite a bit of business like that. Oh, I like that. How often are you holding open houses? Uh, so our team members are typically holding two a week. Oh, wow. Each, each um, team member is holding two a week. Typically. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Okay. Um, quite a That's few a of, lot the of open ones. houses with 18 team members. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Quite a few, quite a few of the new ones are holding. Uh, so they'll do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. and they'll do the weekdays during the evenings. Uh, we usually like to get the weekday ones, maybe near a school um, or something where parents are going to pick up their kids. Smart. And we catch a lot of traction that way. And I mean, one of the things about open houses that I think a lot of people don't recognize or a lot of people don't take advantage of, it's not just about the open house. It's about the activities that you can do around that open house. Mm-hmm. So you can invite the neighbors, door knock, get listings that way. 
circle prospect around it, Facebook ads around it. Mm -hmm. There's so many things you can do around that open house to get business. It doesn't matter if one person walks in the open house or not, because you've already talked to 50, 60 different people about the open house. That's so smart. I love that. Good for you. Uh, and I love that you're doing the open houses around the schools in the evenings, you know, like kind of, you know, just around the time parents are going to be picking their kids up. Mm -hmm. I think that's brilliant too. Uh, okay. So other than open houses, what are you doing? What's your, I want to come to your perfect day. You're like, what is, what does your morning look like? You know, and, and, you know, we talked uh, a couple of days ago, you know, people were talking about, you know, the miracle morning and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm curious, what's, what's your day look like? What time do you get up? When do you get to work? Do you go to work or do you work from home? You know, fill us in. Yeah. So we have an office, um, at our brokerage that we work out of. Uh, so my thing, I like to be able to drop my children off at school in the morning. So I'll get to the office at 9am. I know that's a little bit late compared to like Austin that's does. Okay. That's all um, right. but I enjoy that time being able to drop off the kids, yeah. get them ready for school, things like that. Yeah. Um, we do our daily huddle from eight 30 to nine. Cause I drop off my kids at eight 30. So during that time, after so I drop them off Zoom, then? on the way to the office. Yeah, yeah, well, we use Google Chat. I okay. I like Google taking care of taking advantage of all their free stuff. Um, so we do it over Google Chat. Uh, get to the office between eight fifty and nine. Mm -hmm. At nine, hop on the phone, start prospecting, whether that be recruits for sale by owners, Z buyer. Um, just depend on the lead source. Um, do you break 12. that up by time slots? Like, do you say from yeah. nine till 10, I'm calling recruits from 10 to 11, I'm calling follow-ups. Like, do you do something like that or is it? Yeah. So typically from nine to 10, I'm calling the new leads that might've came in overnight. Um, that yeah. came to me, um, from 10 to 11, it'll probably be some follow-up calls, uh, for sell by owners expires, depending on how many of those are available. Um, 11 to 12. Typically, I'll start working on talking to some new recruits, um, doing some things like that. 12, do lunch. Uh, one o'clock, I'll really go back through and start doing my follow-up calls. Mm -hmm. Two o'clock. Let's see, I'm pulling my schedule here so I can. Two o'clock, I typically like to save for appointments. So I build out my appointment slots already in my schedule. So Smart. that way, when I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm saying, hey, do you want to meet at Wednesday at three or Thursday at four? What works best? Mm -hmm. Give them the two perfect options. Yep, the TPO. I love it. I love um, it. Uh, four o'clock follow up. Five o'clock will be another appointment. Mm -hmm. So if I have a three o'clock and a five o'clock, uh, I usually cut it down after six o'clock mm -hmm. and then uh, start over the next day. I love it, man. That's awesome. I love it. And now what about your team members? Are they doing something similar or is are, talk to us about them? Like, is, yeah. there, is it a requirement? Do they have to make calls? Do they not have to make calls? Yeah. So depending on their full-time agent, part-time agent, what's going on with that. We kind of talked about that a little bit um, this week. Um, so we want our agents hitting at least 15 contacts a day, mm -hmm. whether that be through Facebook, sphere of influence, uh, out of our main pond, the Z buyer prospect list. So when you say contacts, you mean you want them talking to at least 15 yeah. people a day. Good. Good. Yeah. Love it. A lot of people get wrapped up in dials and dials don't mean a thing unless you talk mm -hmm. to somebody. Yep. Now what about appointments? Do you guys have a, do you have a, a KPI for appointments or is it just make sure you get your contacts? 
Uh, so we're rolling that out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually going to, we're switching over from tracking that in CTE to tracking that in the club. Well, tracker. Oh, set tracker. Good. Awesome. Tracker. Ah, you're um, going to so love it. We're working on switching that over. Uh-huh. Um, Music to my ears. <laughs> but really I, I, I like to go based off. I mean, the one thing. So in, in my opinion, the one thing to get the appointments are going to be the contacts. Mm-hmm. And if we notice people are hitting their contacts and they're not getting the appointments, it must be what they're saying. They're saying the wrong things. So then we'll go back and tweak what they're saying, work on their scripts and things like that. Um, but really, the, the one thing that makes everything else either unnecessary or easier is hitting the contacts. Okay. So that's, uh, that's our main. Can I challenge you for a minute? Absolutely. I want to challenge you to split test it. So what I want okay. you to do is I want you to say, okay, this week, it's going to be all about contacts. Next week, it's going to be all about appointments set. The following week, it's going to be all about appointments kept. Does that make sense? And see which one. Yeah. See which one gets you the best results. You know, just keep it interesting. I just, I think it'd be a fun experiment. And, uh, you know, it's funny. So for me, back in the day, I was always really focused on calls, right? So it was all about calls. But to your point, you know, I can make a million calls. If I don't, if I don't talk to anybody, well, that's not very productive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so coach Luigi, you know, coach Luigi, yeah. uh, coach Luigi Caprio told me, he said, um, he said, Michael, I want you to start focusing on appointments set, uh, instead of, uh, calls or contacts. And so we started focusing on appointments set because what happens too, is if you're focused on the contacts, sometimes, um, what'll happen is you'll, your, your people will be making calls and they're like, okay, I've got to get to the next contact. So they're hurrying through phone calls just so they can make enough contacts. But if the focus is appointments, They'll talk to a lot fewer people, probably. Like I, I bet you'll see your contact number come down, but the appointments will go up. Um, and that's my hunch is that's probably what you'll find. And I could be wrong. I'd love to hear your data when you, when you get it. Um, but man, if if we could just get more appointments, how valuable is that? But yeah. I love that your team is doing it. And so, is are do you tie lead uh, distribution? So for your inbound leads, you know, leads your out prospect, you know, that you're uh, buying leads and all that kind of stuff. Does your, is your lead distribution tied to them contacting a certain number of people or anything like that? So we have the tiers system. So the, the mm-hmm. first tier is going to be the, the pond, Z buyer prospect list, uh, them doing open houses, things like that. In order to move up to the next one is uh, tracking their contacts, the 15 contacts a day, tracking that in the tracker um, on the daily huddle, those five days a week, mm-hmm. and then less than uh, 15 overdue tasks. Mm-hmm. on our CRM mm-hmm. and that'll push them up to the next tier from the next tier. It's set three appointments for set three appointments. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Okay. And then for the other, and then the other continue on with the other ones and then push it up to the next tier. So that's something we rolled out last month. So we're still working on getting everything tweaked out with it. Um, but it has increased people remembering to put their trackers in mm-hmm. um and it just it makes the the lead more valuable i know if you're you're yeah. just giving out all kinds of leads everywhere yep people don't really care about it because it's not their money well they don't even think about the fact that you know hey if it's a seller lead i'm probably two four five six hundred dollars into that seller lead yeah and if it's a buyer lead you know i could be anywhere from two dollars to you know a hundred dollars for a for a buyer yeah. lead uh, and, and they just, you're right. It's, it's, I, I think that, you know, if it's not front and center, they don't necessarily re- realize that or remember that. Okay. So next question I have for you is 
with your well, first of all, with your with your KPI of the three appointments set per day, that's that's pretty aggressive. I like that. I, I know a lot of teams do like two because you know it's pretty attainable. Like if you can't set two appointments a day, and and don't get me wrong, there's going to be days when your team members aren't going to hit the the two or the three. Do you mm-hmm. give them the grace of saying, hey, look, if you hit fifteen in a week, uh, then you qualify, or or it does it have to be every single day? It's more for the week. Okay. Okay. Because it. We were looking at doing it every single day, but it's so much work for it shouldn't be me doing it, but it's so much work for anybody to go in there and track that for 18, 20 people a day. Yeah, that's almost a full time job in itself. Yep. Yep. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. All yeah. right. And uh, OK, good. So now talk to us about your 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 lead follow up. So you get these leads coming in. They you know, you distribute them to the people that are, are making the calls and oh, my light just went off. Um, and you know the people that are that are hitting their KPIs, but what about the lead follow? What's the frequency? What's the tenacity of follow up? Like, what are you requiring, or what what do you what's working for you guys on a lead follow up standpoint? Yeah, so when the internet typically the internet leads, uh, Z buyer leads, things like that come in, we're doing what's called the ten days of pain. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, um, that's great. In fact, I think Ben Kinney originally created the ten days. Yeah, of pain. and actually, we got yeah. that. I mean, we use Brevity CRM. Okay, good, um, good, yeah. Which I was so excited good. to see that's a Club Wealth approved CRM. They are an um, approved CRM, that's right. I know Ben really well. He's a good guy. Yeah. So. Um, so we actually just snagged it off of there. You sign up for there, you get all their auto plans. Snagged it off there, tweaked it up a little bit. You know, and I like what you said, you know, when you, you, you tweaked it up a little bit, you didn't change everything a hundred percent. I would encourage anybody that, you know, if you're CRM with Mo, I should say, it depends on the CRM, but with yeah. most CRMs, if it's got, if it's got automatic drip campaigns already built in, use them the way they are. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. Just use them the way they are. Uh, now, if you want to tweak them or if your CRM doesn't have tr- uh, drip campaigns, or if you just want some really, really good ones, I'd recommend, you know, reach out to Club Wealth and we've got our AIM team, right? Uh, the Club Wealth AIM team. And we have, you could have our, we can, we can literally input our drip campaigns into your CRM and turn them on for you. Um, but uh, just reach out to reach out to the clubwealthhelp.com and, and they'll, they'll show you how to do that or just uh, send an email to uh, what it'd be client care at clubwealth.com. Okay. That being said, in, in, in the last few minutes that we have here, what, 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 what do you want to say? What do you want to share with our audience? That's, that's, that would, that would move the needle for them. That's a good question. So in my opinion, I, I, I really believe that everybody needs to constantly be recruiting. So mm-hmm. before real estate, I was in the number one recruiting company in the world where like one in every three people worked at. You know where that is? What, the, the number one recruiting company in the world, one in three people, it must be the government. McDonald's. That's all oh, McDonald's. Really? Yeah. So I did. I worked at. I said I did 10 years at McDonald's, make it sound like Joe. Um, <laughs> but I, I worked at McDonald's for 10 years. I went from crew person at 16 all the way up to GM, and there was really nowhere else to grow. So from there, I moved into real estate. Um, and it took me a couple years to kind of correlate the two and put the two together. But real estate is so much like McDonald's. It's all about systems, processes, recruiting. And if we can have the systems, the processes, and can constantly recruit, we're going to build a huge business. Yeah. 
Now, I agree with you there. So let me ask you this then. So on the recruiting front, what are you doing to proactively recruit? So we're doing a wise hire. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> we had a VA we actually just let go. We're working on replacing. Um, and she was working on getting all the people from wise hire, putting them into our CRM so we can start dripping on them, start scheduling interviews and bringing in outside people as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did quite a few uh, oh, hold that thought right there. Hold on one second. I'm going to stop Keith's video just for a second there until we get done with you. Go ahead. So, yeah, so we did. So, you said you're using Wise Hire. And by the way, for those of you watching, uh, if you go to clubwealth.com forward slash Wise Hire, uh, that'll take you there. So, keep going. So, using Wise Hire, bringing them in, automating the process mm-hmm. through our CRM, dripping on them, setting up appointments to meet with them. Um, we went through a lot of people that aren't licensed, which is part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so you hire more experienced agents or more agents that are new to the business? Typically more agents that are new to the business. A lot of times they don't have the bad habits. Um, and actually one of, the that, agents, man. <laughs> one of the agents that just joined us has, he started, he was in the training classes with my wife four mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and he was like, Hey, I've been watching what y'all been doing for years. I figured out solo agent isn't what I want to do. I'm looking for the accountability, the stability, the systems process the team has. And I want to be a part of y'all. Um, and we've brought him on and I mean, he's killing it. Hang on one second. I'm going to, I'm going to stop coach Kelly's video for just a second. I'll bring you back into video in just a second here, coach Kelly. Uh, and I just enabled the waiting room so that I can keep people in the waiting room before we, uh, so they're not jumping on in the middle of your, your video here, but, uh, but that being said, um, okay. So what tips would you have for somebody that right now wants to, they want to grow their team. They want to recruit they, and, and they're not sure how to do it. What would be the first thing you would do? What exactly would you do? If you, if I said, Hey, Brad, put a gun to your head, you got to recruit five people in the next three months. What do you do? First of all, add value to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's, one of the big ways that we're attracting people is I'm adding value through the ignite classes and people are seeing that and want to be a part of it. Um, so thinking about that, thinking about doing the lunch and learns, like you talked about, it's almost the same thing as doing that ignite class where I teach the new people, except I'm just not providing lunch. <laughs> um, it's your lender. So to do really, that. Yeah. So really adding value to people is the, the biggest way yeah. to attract people. Love it. Love it. All right, man. Anything else you want to share in closing today? No, I think that's it. Okay, so so again, folks, Brad is in San Antonio, Texas, where the weather is hot and his business is even hotter. And uh, <laughs> he's uh, hiring. So if you if you know somebody that's thinking about uh, joining a team in San Antonio, Texas, to have him reach out to Brad. And uh, not only that, but uh, he's also a great guy to send your referrals to. So if you happen to be online and you're in one of the Facebook groups out there, maybe it's ours, maybe it's somebody else's. And, uh, and you see somebody's looking for a great agent in San Antonio. Well, by golly, tag coach Brad uh, Burns in that. And guess what? I bet he would really appreciate it. He'll remember you and he'll take great care of the referral and he'll probably want to reciprocate down the road. Uh, other than that, uh, finally, coach Brad, how would someone reach out to you if they want to contact you? Yeah. So you can contact me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook quite a bit. My name is Brad Burns on Facebook. Um, visit our website, which is SA Home Viewer, SA for San Antonio. Or uh, give me a call, 210 387 9404.
I love it. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and uh, have an awesome day, man. We'll see you soon. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. I'll, oh, by the way, I'll see you at Business Strategy Mastermind. Oh, absolutely. Week, so. See you then. All right, man. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. 87%. Yeah, that's the percentage of all real estate agents that get in the business today that'll be gone in two years. Let me tell you something. Why is there so much turnover in real estate? Because it isn't easy. And because most people don't know exactly what they need to do to get to the next level. Now look, regardless of whether you're brand new to the industry or you're a team leader, you've got 40 people on your team and you just want to get to the next level. If you're doing 10 transactions a year, you want to get to 25. You're doing 500 transactions a year, you want to get to 1,000. You're at 1,000, you want to get to 10,000. Let me tell you something. You need the right coach. Why? Because Club Wealth is the only coaching company on the planet that will literally guarantee that you will double your income or make at least an extra $100,000 your first year coaching with us, or we will give you 100% of your investment back. This is for people of all levels. Click the link below, sign up for the appropriate tier level, and let's get you a strategy session today. And I promise you, I 100% guarantee you, promise you, that you will walk away with a heart full of gratitude for the time that we took for you because you got so much value out of that call. Schedule your strategy session today. I promise you'll be glad you did. Sign up for a strategy session at clubwealth.com slash strategy session.